0: Here we go. Hey Skyfarers and welcome to Aethercast, the Caradon Overlords podcast. I'm Lee, the Arknight Admiral. Joining me today is our resident Lord Magnate, Alexander Cron. Hey. And our resident half guard Berserker, we've got Haven.
1: Good night, how's it (laughs) going?
0: And uh, the reason why everybody's actually watching, if you are watching, uh, the, the latest Lord Magnate, the most magnetic of magnets, I guess, is uh, Alex Thibodeau. Am I pronouncing that correctly?
2: Uh, no, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so it seems like we have two Alexes anyway. Alex will be
0: fine. I think we'll go with depth.
1: Oh. yeah, oh, yeah. we we'll
0: call you Alex
1: as and well. well. Call sure. Yep. And so we won't get
0: confused. <laughs> so, uh, for everyone tuning in, the uh the reason why we have you on the show is uh, because you recently went to Capital City Bloodbath in uh, Ontario, uh not Ontario, Ottawa, Quebec, uh forty four player tournament. You won with Caradon Overlords. Congratulations! Woohoo! Well,
2: appreciate it. Yeah. appreciate it. Good work, hard man. Hard. Hey. <laughs> okay. uh, so,
0: before we uh, before we go through the list and your games and stuff, uh, just generally, what what was the tournament like? Uh, give us a bit of an overview.
2: I was awesome. Actually, it was a 3D event because we also had a, uh, a player, uh, a team event uh, on the Friday. So, Saturday was three games, Sunday three games. Uh, we had the Honest Wargamer uh, on site doing some uh, podcast reviews and uh, game reviews because there was also a huge 40K tournament as well. Uh, I yeah. think yeah. we were 42 players for the AOS event and close to 116 for the 40k event. So kind of a big deal. It's wow. Canada's biggest event. Um, I think it's been going on for the past six or seven years. Uh, only missed mm. one. Um, yeah. So yeah, big event. Uh, it's well-organized. Uh, Darren this year, Chris, the years before that did an awesome job. Great food, great people. So uh, that that's a must-attend event for us in Canada.
0: Cool. Mm. Uh, so, do you get people travel from other parts of Canada to it, like from Vancouver and stuff, or just mostly? Yeah. From um,
2: yeah I was actually uh, in Ontario, which is right next to the province of Quebec. So, about half the field uh, were from the province of Quebec. For me, it was a four hour drive. Uh, so, not that big of a deal. Uh, mm. A few Americans do attend. I think there was one this year for AOS and a bunch for 40K. Uh, people attend from Ottawa from the Toronto area and also from Manitoba which is uh, west of of the uh, Ontario so uh yeah uh, i think it's mainly the eastern part of canada and maybe the northeastern part of the united states yeah, that's Talk nice. about it hmm. Thanks.
0: okay what kind of the uh, spectrum so, in uh, in australia we get- People sort of flying halfway across the country to tournaments. That's a, <laughs> worth asking.
2: Well, Canada's a big country. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Cool. And And uh, so you actually contacted me about coming on the show. Yeah. Before before the event. So yeah. are you feeling pretty confident?
1: Are you doing well? Uh,
2: yes and no. Uh, because I, I actually saw the Edercast, and I was like, well, that's cool, like a podcast about KO's. And since I was attending a big event, might as well chip in and, you know, uh, talk about it with fellow admirals. And uh, did I feel confident? Yes, because I think I'm a good player. Uh, I actually finished uh, second overall last year at CCBB uh, with Stormcast lit. Uh Lost one game to the champion and uh, did very well. And You know, I I had a feeling about KOs because I've been running them for a few months now, and uh, I was doing pretty good with them. I had two prep tournaments, uh, one-day events. Uh, I finished two and one both times, but only lost like by a tiny margin. So I thought, if I if I get some good matchups, I might be able to pull it off, Um, and I did. So I had some. Awesome matchups. No no Deepkin, no night um, So <laughs> Lucky you. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Lucky me. Lucky me. Yeah, so. you uh, I, I, I lucked ports? out on matchups. Twice. Two Flesh record Court players. Uh, and both game were over fairly quickly. Uh, my my quickest game was, again, was round four against uh, Flesh records. Uh The guy conceded uh, bottom turn two. So it was, really, it was a quick enough fair. Yeah. I, I, I baited him with the Fleet Master redeploy thing and he and he went for it. And I just it was the only game out of the six that I went first and uh basically killed his two dragons, his regent, all his summoning. He was left with like twenty goals or something. Oof. So, uh, yeah. Well you know, that's what they deserve, right? Fleshy records, they strike before yeah. you. I am if a good strike. to go.
3: Oh, yeah. So there yeah. you go. Like, if, you can't strike plus, if you can you get take shot. out a
2: summoning, then... Uh... There you go. That's that's the Sinesh way of seeing things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, tell us a little bit about your list. Um, the list I took was Zilfin. I really think that um, Zilfin is... If you want to go competitive with KOs... You have to go with yeah. Zilfin. Uh, you really I do. Think, Yeah, yeah I, that I, thing. I I think Zahn, uh, Thring are, are not competitive enough. I think Urbaz can be, Maybe. but that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if Mornar taking... I think is a trap, actually, because Mornar encourages you to do the things you already do well, even better, but the whole Skyport hinges on, a squishy character mm. and a turn one yeah. heavy shooting. And, yes. you know, mo- most people I see I, I, or battle reports I read about people having trouble with KOs as uh, well. I, I went first, uh, shot some things, and then I got tabled. Well, you're, I, I don't think you're supposed to go first with KOs. You're supposed to go second. You're supposed yeah. to having the enemy go forward and then you can unleash and you can have that double turn because KOs, they cannot withstand a double mm. They just can't. No, so weak. that's the biggest weakness. So if you go... can not double turn yourself, is it?
0: It's just not being
2: double-turned. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Uh, you know, I I think that Great. KOs have a lot of strength, Great. but, you know, endurance, durability are, are not strengths of that army. Not, by our not really. Yeah, but glass so, can. Zil- yeah, glass can. Exactly, exactly. So I mm. went Zilfin because uh, I think that you win games with movement in AOS, Go inside now. Uh, and Zilfin pretty much uh, is the best one. Uh, movement-wise, that old six auto run, that movement in the hero phase is just awesome. Um, so I win Zilfin. Uh, I, I struggle a bit with my characters because they're so bad, uh, except the chemists, which is a must include in pretty much every list. Um, still expensive even though it, it dropped like by 20 points i think um so i went navigator usually i ran an admiral mm. because i could run the ironclad an extra six inches and then shoot so again movement but with the list i designed mm. dropping the admiral for navigator uh, allowed me to include three more engine riggers. so i dropped five uh five thunderers and by doing the switch it allowed me to have uh, more riggers. So that's a choice I made. The Navigator was an okay choice, I think. Uh, didn't do much the whole tournament, even though it can unbind and never happen. Uh, oh, yeah. His ability to block movement, flying movement, never happened, um, <laughs> but it could have. Um, it it, I also thought about matchups when I designed my list. Like, what matchups would give me nightmares? And that's Deepkin and that's Night uh, Nighthunt, they just ignore Ren. Yeah, because they ignore Ren. You know our, but they've our all got Army, Fly. Yeah, that's that's um, the reason for Zilfen as well. Um, yeah, same for Deepkin, because even though they have fly, you are rolling once, they hit into wound. They still ignore rand, and yeah. that's a huge part of our arsenal. To me, and not only nylons, but death with nylons units, like with Rimgast Reapers and stuff like that. So, um, and of course, Deepkin, they mess with your shooting. Mm-hmm. They mess. With the ram because of their Ichland guard eels, so I was. So what can I do more if I face those armies, which are nearly auto lose matchups for us? And a navigator nifty trick of denying movement or having yeah. movement. Yeah, uh, I thought was a cool trick to pull because no one would expect it. Um. So you know, it's it kind of felt right. You know, I I allowed me to have a more. Combat unit, and uh, have a nice little trick for flying armies if I ever faced one. So that that was the two main uh, two main characters: Navigator with Fleetmaster. I just I just love that command rate. I think it's it's underrated. You know, I basically redeployed sixty five percent of my army every single game, um, and that's huge. That's huge. If if you would read in a book in a battle tome. Well that command trait allows you to redeploy sixty five percent of your units, you would take it in a heartbeat, right? So that's what yeah. it does. Um I used and to use
1: the,
2: quite a lot I'm
1: sorry? I used to use it quite a lot as well in my game. Yeah.
2: So it's it's an awesome command trait. I took Earbuster for my uh, artifact of power. Uh, yeah. those yep. for, were for, for for crowd control, like Plague Monks. Mm-hmm. Uh, goals and again, that's not something you see every day. I, I battle shocked a 40-man, a 40-goal unit uh, in the shooting phase, and the face of my opponent was like disbelief. Like you, you just did that? Yeah, I just did. I, I yeah. killed like 50 more goals in the battle shock. There. Well, I'm gonna inspire presence. Right? It. No, it's in the shooting <laughs> phase, right? Uh, <laughs> so because that's this-
3: yeah, it gets through the inspiring presence uh, command, Trey, because. Yeah, shooting phase. You can't use it.
2: Yep. yep, and the warps here as well. The only thing that really prevents it, or things, I would say, is the, the Gloom Spite Loon Shrine. If they're within 12, uh, they're immune to Battleshock, and the Screaming Bell. Yeah. So yeah. if you can draw them uh, outside the range, you can pummel them and you know, kill them via Battleshock. So is that it... was... Mm.
0: Just at the Daughters um, of Kane Battleshock community, does that does it get around that? It was that just a Ooh. straight
2: immunity. Oh, I think you're right. I think you might be right. Uh, I haven't mm. played daughters in ages, yeah. so I don't know. I don't know. There were there were no daughter players mm. uh, at CCBB, and there are ah. none in my area. So okay. there okay. um I took for extra uh, footnote. There's no training because you know why not. Uh, that's the one you should take that's every the, single time. That's count.
0: the one you take, isn't it? So. Yeah, it's
2: it's not even a contest. Um, after that, for battle line, I went with uh three small units of arconauts hooks, hooks, and volley guns. I would go all hooks, but I only have six hooks models, so uh, yeah. I went with all I had. So because hooks are mm. just better, even though you volley get guns one per box. Did... Yeah, and you get one yeah. per box. Mm. Uh, but, and actually, I, I lucked out because I mm. bought a used uh, squad use in my local store and they had three hooks in that squad. So I just jumped ah. on it. Nice. Allowing yeah. me to have all these Brilliant. extra hooks. But volley guns did pretty well, actually, against uh, flesh eater courts 18 shots, fours and fours, rolling ones uh, against uh, big dragons. You know, it's, it's nothing to sneeze yeah. at, actually. Um,
0: if, if you come up against Nighthorn or something, then. Yeah. Uh... And it's less less rend being ignored and more short. yes exactly
2: exactly I agree, so you know I, I tried it, I, I liked it, uh, so I, it was it was not like a big loss for me not having all hooks on my squad mm-hmm. uh, so i don't I, I know that the internet wisdom uh, is a big block of Arcanauts with hooks I don't like that I don't like big blocks of troops uh, I don't like yeah and the thing is if you put forty of them with a chemist it's more than 600 points uh, of squishy models uh slow models uh, that will not move and again uh especially for ccbb where uh the only scoring was well basically only scoring was objectives so there were no rewards for kill points even if you table your opponent you had no rewards Mm -hmm. for it so only objective even if you won by one point or 40 points it's still a major win so yep. uh, I, I built my list around being able to, mm. to move, to capture objectives quickly. Uh, so again, Zilfin and the small squads of Arconauts. Um, I went with Thunderers, and uh, I'd like to thank uh, Kron over there because uh, I never thought about using 14 um, Thunderers until I saw your CanCon uh, battle reports. So I was like, yeah, yeah there's ship units because, you know, 15... Uh, Without chemists is the same as uh, ten with chemists basically same number of shots yeah so uh, I use, yeah exactly so I use fourteen uh, thunderers uh, in the frigate with the uh, atmospheric engine works or atmosphericic whatever it's called the one that allows to yeah there you go so uh, on the frigate because, and a, a few people reached out to me after uh, the news of uh, my win at, at CCBB. Uh, and uh, basically, why did you use uh, the energy works on the frigate and not on the ironclad? Well, the ironclad's footprint is, if you put all the balloons in there, it really doubles. That is the yeah. frigate So frigate with thunders, smaller footprint, and it, it's less intimidating. Like it's not all your eggs in one basket. So that's why I use yeah. it on frigate. Uh It works very well. It allows me to divide my army into two halves. Like there was a Thunderers commando squad and the ironclad uh, big drops, balloons, and uh, companies and everything like that. So it worked, worked out for me pretty well. Um, I also had uh, nine riggers, all saws, all rivet guns, no grapnels, no hooks, no volley guns, no drills. Uh, I think the trade-off is too great. Uh, you know, grapnels before the, the, the FAQ, they were awesome. After the FAQ, yeah. they're just okay. Uh, it, it's still a 4 up to history. That's not... uh, the story of everything
3: in of the entire book. It was pretty yeah, good. Exactly. When the FAQ happened <laughs> and now
2: <laughs> pre-FAQ and post-FAQ. That's, <laughs> that's the current, sh- that um, should be in the Caradron Code in mm-hmm. the next book. Like, there's, yeah. uh, there should be a footnote, like, post-FAQ. Something like that. It would be awesome. So, um, yeah, I went uh, nine riggers uh, main combat unit, and uh, to a lot of people this made, were, they were shocked when they learned that I used the chemist most and the thunderers instead of the riggers. But the thing is, with Activation Wars, and I played two flesh Records, two slanesh. I didn't want to get into combat at all. I, I, no. I want to kill... So, you know, yeah. why put the buffs on the riggers when Thunderers, I gain an extra 14 shots. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Um, I also went to a lot of people's surprise with two small squads of wardens, uh, two squads of three, with a volley gun and a drill cannon. Uh, the thought behind that was mm. I needed some small, fast units to grab objectives uh, some throwaway units that I could just feed the enemy in case of trouble and I can sit in objectives and still do some damage from far away. Um, so that was my thought. and there, since they get they, they, they got cheaper after the uh, the handbook, you know it would fit in my list. you know I, I thought about two small units of rigors as well, but in the end I, I lacked points, so wardens uh, did actually pretty well. I was surprised. Uh, kill the character with a, a well-placed drill shot that bounced uh, into it. Did yeah. the three mortal wounds to kill off a character. So that made the whole tournament for, for those wardens.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, <laughs> to finish it off was the Araclad. uh I, I just love that model. I, I cannot not include that model in the list. It's just too cool of yeah. a model. Uh, and again, Zilfin built around ships. And you know the Zilfin thing actually saved my tournament before it even started. Because uh, before I even got to play my first turn, uh, I I missed uh, I missed uh, calculated the range between the edge and the model, so a gavd bomb actually charged the ironclad, and the oh. only thing that saved it was the Super Live Sailor's special rules.
3: Mm.
2: So who you
3: six up, yeah,
2: yeah, that six up saved my butts uh, for the first game actually. So that was the list. Uh, I think it was uh you know I. To be honest, my goal was to go four and two at the event because I knew if I knew like the top players over there, uh, two of them played deepkin, so I knew that somehow I would get to play deepkin uh, if I started winning early on, and then my tournament would just end there because I, I just couldn't do anything about uh, for for those armies. So, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, things worked out pretty well. They lost games they shouldn't and uh, I just moved around them and avoided them and played with (laughs) matchups.
0: Sounds great.
2: Sounds pretty good. Yep. So, uh, Um,
0: uh, have you got any questions about
2: his list? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, hmm. I have a look at it. (laughs) Is
1: it that good? Um, It's good. Um, So... What was your reasoning? Because um, usually for me, I used to chuck all my Sky Wardens in one big unit, all my Engine Riggers, like, mm-hmm. nine
2: of each. Um,
1: what was your reasoning behind taking two units of three? What was it, or was it three units of three? I don't remember.
2: No, it was two or three and a big nine man Rigger unit. Uh, yeah. The Wardens, it was just uh, extra units. Basically, yeah. you know, to grab yeah. that faraway objective, because, you know, if you, when you think about it, when you dropped, I, I put all my balloons every single game on the ironclad, which was set up on the table. So when you drop yeah. your wardens, you drop, really, it's, it's four inches away, because only the edge mm-hmm. of the base has to be, so yeah. it's four inches, then you move 12, then you can, you have the option to run, which can be another six. So now yeah. you're, it's 22, so 22 inch range to capture an objective. That's nothing yeah. to sneeze at. And yeah, for exactly. an army, that is pretty slow. So my thought was, I'm going to use those two units to just uh, grab objectives. You know, late game objectives, well, I'm going to run them. There you go. So that was my reasoning. I, I thought about a big unit. But in the end, it also gave me it, – it, it gives me more versatility. Mm. It gives me an extra attack with the whatever it's called, the, the Skywarden mm. champion or sergeant or whatever. Uh, yep. So, yeah, and, you know, it's, it's just more targets for the enemy. More more ways of, you know, charging in, locking a unit for, for a turn or something like that. Uh, it, I, I used that a lot in, uh, in fantasy back in the day with the gyrocopters. Yep. You just yep. charge them in. You have, like, three yep. or four of them. You charge them in separately. You, you lock units in. So that was the same yeah. purpose, actually. Movement and uh, blocking enemy units.
3: Gee, fair enough. Yeah, I like uh, it. Did you find the ironclad had enough, uh, di- like put out enough firepower? Um, did it? Did um, it wait?
1: The age-old adage.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to tell, actually. Uh, I because I don't expect much from ships, uh, in the shooting phase, to be honest, especially the frigate. Which sucks. yeah, I don't know. the frigate, the frigate is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think the best shot for the whole six six game event. I think it was like four wounds with the frigate. That's the best I pulled. Uh, yeah. For for the ironclad, um, it, it did pretty well in a few cases, but it was not steady. You know, it was sometimes yeah. it, it was nice to back like the riggers or thunderers. It was like. It, it was pretty much the last thing I shot. Uh, so where should I put all the remaining shots? What can I kill? What can I cripple? Uh, but I, it, it's not it's not part of my my list where I I expect it to do a lot of damage. My main my two main uh, damage uh, givers are thunderers and riggers because riggers can shoot quite a lot as well. Uh, yeah. So mm. those are my two main units. Back to skyhooks. Yeah, three shots with, of yeah, three shots apiece, 12 inches, uh, same mm. uh, to hit to wound, rend, and damage as Thunderers. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're pretty good, and they can charge in as well to finish up the target. So I you know, expected those two units to basically be my, my workhorses, if you want, for my army. And then all the other units would slowly pick targets that were more relevant uh, according to the battle plan, the turn, deployments. deployment. So, uh, my two main units were uh, Riggers and Thunderers.
3: Hmm. So the ironclad was just there for maneuverability and and such. Uh,
2: yeah. I think that one of the most underrated thing about the ships is it allows that it allows you to protect your troops. Um, because your troops are weak, uh, they die to a swift breeze. Uh, well, while they <laughs> can mm-hmm. hurt them, if, yeah, so you can hurt them if they're in ships, right? So with the ironclad. I think it's the whole combo of I'm going to put so much shit in that boat. I'm going to just drop it anywhere on the map just to confuse you. So you can deploy, oh, okay, well, most of his army is there. So I'm just going to, you know, drop either in front of it or away from it. And then I'm going to redeploy all my army with the ironclad. So the redeploy thing, the the extra move it grants when you disembark, uh, the flagship thing, it's, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the protection for your troops. Um. So all of that, I think, it's it's it, it all come combines together to, uh, you know, make it more affordable. Like, if you if you would say, well, it's three D points, and you would look at his damage output, you would say it's not a good deal. <clears throat> and I agree. Yeah. But mm. for all it does, the movement, uh, the the the. The disembarking, the embarking, the flagship. So I, I think it's it's a good deal. That's the way I play. You know, if you want to play with ships, I think you should include one. Um, and why not? It's uh, You know, it's still 18 wounds. I know it's it should be a three-up save. It's not. Yeah. But uh, it's it's still 18 wounds. It's a lot of chew on. Uh, you can, in the Zilfin list, you can, even if you, like I did in my first game, I allowed it to be charged. I could uh, retreat with it, uh, with a zilfin move, which saved my butt. So if you play uh, a shipless, if you want to, you know, do some movement, I think the cloud is a is a good is a good bet. Yeah, yeah There's a few sort of underrated
0: things with the iron cloud, really. which like the 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 flag um, mm-hmm. flagship rules, just get you know, rerolling ones when you are zilfin and you're awesome. You know, you want to target something that doesn't fly mm-hmm. um, and uh, can ban its hatches to get reroll really well ones to save. Yep. Um, quite a few different things. But w- would you ever consider downgrading it and having two frigates instead and then using those extra 180 points elsewhere?
2: I don't know. I, and just one quick thing I forgot as well, but I actually learned, I think it's the week before the tournament, is that the Ironclad with a navigator gets to move an extra D3 inches if, you know, the ironclad season is up there. I just forget yeah. about that rule. So, again, uh, nice combo. So, uh, it, it worked out a lot for me uh, in the tournament. It allowed me to actually win a game, basically. So, yeah. those extra inches you get every time you move, it adds up. As for a question, Lee, um, I don't know. I just – I don't like the frigate. I like the frigate <laughs> to be able to drop Thunderers. I don't like the frigate on the board. The uh, old cron trick. The old cron trick, exactly. Or the cron maneuver, as you said, probably. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. The I, drop. Uh, the, the cron drop. Uh, I don't know. I, I think the Ironclad is there to stay in my list. Of course, we'll get a new book. Everything will change. Mm. Uh, so I never say never. But uh, mm. for now... I don't, I don't see it in my list. For me personally, I, I could see it, but I don't see it. In my.
0: Well, the thing is, is if you did downgrade it to a frigate, the like hundred and eighty points is, it's not like if it's an extra. If it's two forty points difference, then there'd be a would yeah. be a big difference. But one hundred and eighty points—that's really yeah. only then allowing you one extra unit, or maybe, yeah, pretty much. or ten. And funders, again, would... Where are you going to put the ten funders? Yeah, so...
2: and we're back to protecting troops because mm. it allows me to put twenty companies in there that are protected. Yeah, um, yeah. and also it it reduces drops, right? Yeah. So, it, mm-hmm. and in in a in a six game event, uh, you know, I had three three drops: uh, mm-hmm. the frigate, the ironclad, and the lone company. Uh, if I had like five or six. Um, I don't know if I could have put the same thing up because, you know, opponents would probably let me start. Uh, they would, you know, take their losses and then be able to double turn me. So having the low drop, having uh, being in control of the game uh, is often worth it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: I
1: agree.
2: Yeah. So uh,
0: on, on reflection, uh, now that you've obviously gone hmm. through the tournament, and even though you won, is, uh, is there anything in the list that you would consider changing?
2: No. No. Nothing. <laughs> to be honest, I, I'm really pleased about uh, the way it performed. Uh, it went, the list was really synergetic. Everything worked well together. Uh, mm-hmm. And every single game, the only model really that didn't do shit the whole tournament was the Navigator. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's to be expected, right? Uh, so no. To be honest, uh there's there isn't a single thing I would change. To be honest, yeah. Don't fix okay. it if it ain't broke. Yeah, there you go. Don't fix yeah, it if it ain't. I agree broke. because you know I went six and zero, but I also went three and zero in the doubles <throat> event. So that's nine and zero. So <laughs> that's pretty
1: good.
2: Pretty good. I think he's gonna take the title, Alex.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. 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 No, I, th- I think. I think he's definitely
2: Grand Magnate right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that to go the new guy, Joe Grand Magnate.
2: Uh, I can call uh. pretty quickly, so I, I won't brag about it.
3: <laughs>
2: we're oh, will brag all Canada you and want, Yeah, gonna... Yeah, you earned it. I do have this time, though. Big trophy. You have this.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's a cool one.
2: That's cool. Should we're gonna have to go movie. over to
3: Canada. We're going to have to have a game, <laughs> you and me. Sure.
2: Sure, you'll be more, than <laughs> yeah, with
1: all that Australian money that you earn, you bastards. You should come in <laughs> like
2: inches and, and feet of snow. You should come, awesome! Yeah, I don't you think you'd survive them. there, Alex. Come down uh,
1: to, to New Zealand and you'll just get rained on.
3: <laughs> it's not so We've bad. We've got enough snow over here at the moment.
2: That's really weird. That That's What's not natural for Australia. What is lots of snow? Uh,
3: it There's snowed time. for about 30 seconds.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh,
3: 30 God. seconds.
2: <laughs> I, I bet schools were closed, right? Everything was oh, shut down. Ev- everywhere. Oh, Traffic yeah. was
3: I... standstill. City was in an anarchy.
2: Looting. People started aiding each other.
3: Pretty yeah. much. We had no <laughs> other option.
2: Do you know how many inches of snow we got last year in Canada? and in, in, in Quebec? Hmm? Close to nine meters. What? That's, that's nine hundred centimeters. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Oh, dear.
1: oh yeah,
2: it was. It was awesome.
0: Well, that's why you need two sky vessels. So you. Can
2: uh, yeah. Can... <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so your first game was. Oh, I'm trying to remember now. Was it against Flesh Sheeter Courts?
2: Stormcast Eternals.
0: Stormcast. Oh, ah, the Gav Bomb. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, the Gav bomb, exactly. Um Ouch. it was it was a standard gav bomb list, and you know, out of the because all the lists were made public, I think it was two days before the event. Uh mm-hmm. they were locked, we couldn't change them, but they were public so we could see them. And uh I, I circled Joe's list um uh, because as one of the lists that could give me fits because mm-hmm. it's a gav bomb list with uh 10 evocators, 15 sequiturs a bunch of heroes, like an Arcanum, a, uh, well, of course, Gabriel Shurhart, uh mm-hmm. Encanter uh, with a Comet, and I think it was the Lord Relictor. And his battle were sequiturs and two units of five Judicators. <clears throat> so the idea was to screen the Ironclad, uh, but the thing is, with the Comet, with the Relictor with Translocation and the Judicators, he could shoot down my screen fairly quickly and then charge in with his sequitors and evocators and just ruin my day before it even got started, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think he deployed that well. Uh, he put his judicators kind of far back uh, and he wasn't able to cast a comet, which was a, a boon for mm-hmm. me, actually. And he still yeah. tried... He, he put his sequitors on the table, so only <sighs> the evocators, which I, I kind of found surprising. Uh, he told me after the game that he wanted to have more power, more staying power on the battlefield <clears> at the start of the game. <throat> and this is where I made like, my, the, the biggest mistake of the tournament. Uh, when I did my screen, uh, I left a gap between my last model in my bubble wrap and the edge of the table. <throat> so when he dropped uh, his Evocator, I was like, sure, yeah, charge the Arconauts. I don't give a shit about <throat> that. But he took an Evocator and just <throat> slid the base and he showed me so they can go through. I was like, oh shit. And, <laughs> you know, he dropped the evocators, and they were still about 14 inches away from the Ironclad. So they, he had to roll a pretty good charge. He only had two command points to spend. And of course, he rolled boxcars for his charge, right? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So he managed to put six in, and uh, he did 15 wounds on the Ironclad. Uh, and that's because I rolled three sixes for the mortal wounds. So that's, I, I saved the ironclad with the, uh, yeah. the, the Zilfin save. Yeah. So uh, after How I was good. able to, I was able to yeah. drop eight of the nine riggers that were more than three away from the, uh, avocators. Uh, and I Zilfaned the ironclad away from combat. And then, uh, oh. the company, the ironclad, oh. uh, the, um, I was able, I, I buffed actually the, the rigors. I dropped the ship and I used the chemist uh, to buff the rigors uh, because the, the only target of opportunity was five adjudicators for the thunder. So I said, well, that should be enough. And I buffed the saws and I just killed the evocators with everything, uh, killed the adjudicators, and all he had left was 15 sequiturs. And uh, so turn two, he decided to consolidate, to pick the objectives. It was uh, shifting objectives. And oh, yeah. turn two, I, I grabbed all the all <coughs> objectives and then I got lucky and won priority for turn three. And I basically tabled mm-hmm. him, but four heroes. And then he, he failed his role to bring back the sequiturs. It's a five up role, the uh, Amors of Sigma role. When you lose a redeemer unit, you can bring it back on a five up. So he failed mm-hmm. that role and he didn't have anything else. So it was a big scare. Uh, the tournament was uh, 12 points for a major win, 9 for minor, 8 for a draw, and, uh, or 6 for a draw, I'm sorry. And you had also secret agendas. So you had to pick out of 18 agendas, two per game, never twice the same in the tournament. And uh, if you succeeded in one of your agenda, you scored a point. And for each agenda that your opponent failed. Uh, to complete to get a point as well. So the sure. maximum was 16 points. So in that game, I did a
1: 16-0,
2: which looked like an, a 0-16 early on. Mm. So that was nice. pretty much game one.
3: Okay,
2: cool. It's uh, close.
3: It's very close. Yeah, it's there. dicey. Yeah.
2: Very dicey. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, so your opponent had a bit of a bit of luck at the beginning with the box cars, but yeah Twins because if if
2: you would have rolled like mm. a set in or something like that he could have yeah. put two two evocators on the iron maximum
0: mm. yeah
2: uh so the mortal wounds would have done its damage but you know <clears throat> i wasn't afraid of that but when i, when I saw boxcars oh shit. So.
1: yeah yeah but
2: um things things can turn pretty quickly
0: yeah and uh, to get back we you know we you know i said about oh you if you could have a frigate instead of an ironclad and use those points elsewhere, but of course, in that situation, that frigate would have been dead.
2: Yep, and so, everything on it.
0: Yep, yeah, because, yeah, well, yeah, some. Uh, yeah. You would, have, you would have been able to get some out, right? Like, because obviously you managed to get.
2: Well, oh, because of the smaller uh, base. Because of the smaller base, I don't think so.
0: Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because they might have surrounded it more and, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Okay. Um, anyone got any questions about that game?
1: No, um, I think for me, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, I'll go yeah. more in-depth
2: for the next ones. I'll go more in-depth because I did a bit quickly, but I'll go more in-depth for the next ones. That's right, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: go ahead. Uh, move so on to game... the next
2: one, I guess. Yeah, next game was against uh, Slaanesh. Uh, mm. It was actually a friend of mine. Uh, a buddy of mine, we played a lot. So, and when he when we saw the pairings, uh, he basically cried. Uh, he didn't <laughs> want to play me because he, he knew that it was a tough matchup for him. Uh, yeah. His list mm-hmm. was two keepers, uh, the epitome. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the artifacts. Uh, I, he had a battalion, uh, a heroes battalion <clears throat> that grants him extra command point if he rolls equals or below the number of heroes. I think it's Siberite something can remember um he had uh, 30 demonettes 20 marauders uh Hmm. five elstriders or uh seekers i can't remember which one uh and he had as well six fiends of sunesh so that was his list uh battle plan was uh battle for the pass with a triangle deployment a new triangle deployment (laughs) So it was bad news for him because we were so far away and he wants to obviously close the gap and I don't. So it was a bad scenario for him. It was a bad matchup and he was kind of a bit nervous. So he deployed a bit gingerly. Uh, he put all his heroes uh, in my range. So I let him go first. He moved, uh, couldn't do much. And my turn one, I just dropped everything, dropped the frigate killed both his Keepers, and killed the epitome with the Ironclad. Nice. So, uh, and so no more right. summoning. Mm-hmm. And I was able to actually split the fire of my Thunderers between the demonets and the Keeper, because I think the Keeper only had like four wounds left. Uh, so I put half of my Thunderers in the Keeper and half in the demonets. And of course, the Chemist also fired the demonets And...
3: Uh, Smoked them
2: good. His... Yeah, I think it was <sighs> down to three. Uh, after the uh, shooting Jesus. phase, battle stock test. But in the battle stock test, he rolled a one to bring ah. back six <laughs> minutes So there were, but yeah. still, ninety minutes is better than thirty, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, always. Uh, so yeah. So after that, uh, he won priority and uh, he charged with the fiends. He killed a bunch of balloons, but uh, turn two, I basically tabled him. I think all that was left were the demonets. And uh, he conceded. So it was a a, a 14-2 game because he made both his agendas. Uh, So that's a 14-2 major victory again uh, Mm -hmm. against my friend Marc-André. What was his agenda? Uh, The first one, he had to, at any point, uh, hold two more objectives than I did. So I let him go first. So he ran uh, two units on the edge objectives, control those. So, of course, after his his turn, uh, he had two more than me. So that was his first agenda. And the second one was uh, make a uh, charge nine inches away or more. So he succeeded with his demonettes uh, turn two uh, before uh, he conceded. Just he, he wanted to try that charger to see if he could get that agenda. Once you had it, well, I'm going to concede this 14 2. <laughs> yeah. So you had both agendas.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that, that that first agenda, I think, mm. for the Path is a common one that people yeah. pick that agenda for cause, because there's those two empty objectives in the middle. Exactly. Can basically, achieve it quite early on if you want to. Exactly. Okay. So, um, All right. Nice. Yeah. I think mean, that's question, a no, it's a fairly straightforward game, really. I think.
2: Well, the yeah, I, I, I <laughs> they were up. all pretty straightforward. Uh, they were mm. all straightforward. You, As you'll see, uh, if you thought that this one was quick, wait till game four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can't get any worse, can it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor bugger. Um, I do have a question. Um, so, so I mean, just with those two games and stuff like that. Um, and I'm pretty sure that you, you, you could um uh, answer this at the end but like um in regards to Slanesh and Fleshy, the course of that mm-hmm. like um do you really think that ko um, can really sort of perform well in the current me- meta as you s- s- see it you know because obviously with the return of sh- shooting i think that ko is going to have a real good step up what do you yeah. think like um, because especially oh, really? with it Sla- being so uh, being so um being so reliant on the heroes of that much' like any other army, and we can just snot them off. And just with the yeah. way to fire from, say, a big block of Arcanauts, you know, throwing off two, two shots each on their pistols, do you think that we, we can do well?
2: Yeah. Uh, I uh, I listened to um, a podcast by The Honest Wargamer, and uh, they had a segment yeah. on the CCDB, and uh, I, I I think the, the host said, uh, is KO the cure to Slaanesh Poison? And I could add (laughs) flesh to the poison like that. And I I really think it is. I really think it is. Because, Mm. well, if you go with Zilfin, it's the cure to flesh to the courts. That's not even an issue. Uh, Yeah. Slanesh. I think. Because they rely so much on the heroes. Yes. And flying heroes. Big flying
3: monster heroes.
2: There you go. Which which Zilfin does perfect against. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Big time. So I really think that it can be an answer. And right now, I think that the big three-headed monster of AOS Meta is probably Flesh Records, Slanesh, and Skaven. So oh, I think yeah. out of those three matchups, I think two of three were pretty good against, and Skaven it's dicey usually. Hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I'm interested to hear about that. Yeah, well, it, it was my, my, my closest game by far. I won by a point. On turn five with one model. So right. as you'll see Sweet. pretty soon. Sweet. Awesome.
0: Just, just generally speaking though with the activation wars and things, just yep. our sheer amount of shooting. Just, mm-hmm. well, I was like, yeah, you can be first and combat, but I'm just gonna shoot
2: you yeah. before that. It,
3: so and
2: <laughs> not only it's a perfect counter, but no one expects to play KOs in a six game event. Mm. For, you know for any significant games like game four game five game six you don't yeah. you don't prep yeah. for chaos you prep yeah. for fleshy records you prep for gloom gloomspite you prep for skaven you mm. prep for storm cast you don't prep for chaos so a lot of tricks we have like the fleet master thing the air shock ear buster uh all those tricks all those nifty tricks the crawl maneuver with the thunder mm-hmm. uh yeah. those nifty tricks you don't expect them right so yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are nice little, nice little tricks we can pull off uh, in pretty much every game.
0: Although may, maybe people will be expecting them a bit more now.
2: <laughs> they should. Yeah.
0: yeah, they should. yeah gonna... As they should. As they should. Um, I, I do have one more, just a general question, not about that game, sure. but just generally. With the Sky Wardens, did yeah. you always put them in the Ironclad, or did yeah. you ever maybe sometimes put one in the frigate, one unit in the frigate, or Twice. just always in the yeah. Ironclad? Yeah.
2: Always in the uh, In my prep games, yeah, always in the ironclad. I, in, in, my, in my prep games, I tried it, and you know it's it's okay, I guess, but I think the main reason is when you drop him off in the frigate that deep strikes, you lose the 12-inch twen- the movement. Yeah, you lose okay. that. So by leaving both squads in the ironclad, you still have plenty of mobility. And mm. both of their guns, I won't count the vulcanizer pistol, but... The volley gun and the drill, uh, they're both 24 inches, right? So you shouldn't be having any problems of choosing your target with those two squats. So I I just think you lose lose a lot by deep striking uh, balloons. And the same thing goes for riggers as well. Uh, Because, yeah, you drop them off, yeah, they're right where you want to be, but they're still nine away, and that's a long charge and Which in the kill army cps practice. are scarce so i, won't, I don't want to spend CP to roll a charge especially nine-inch. Uh,
0: yeah and that's why people used to have grapnels on because um yeah. a lot because obviously it make the charge better but oh, yeah yeah the, the, the but then again the grat- you, loo- you lose
2: you lose a star you lose a pistol mm-hmm. uh and it's a four up mm-hmm. so you have to put two at least just to be sure Mm. And then you lose two yeah. shots. Yeah. Sometimes
0: pistols. more. Um, yeah, the pistols. I think a lot of people don't think about losing. People think, "Oh yeah, I lose the swords." But the, mm. the pistols. I mean, if you look, if you take out two, that's six shots. It's,
2: it's three um, shots each, yeah. It's, it's basically thunder. Thunderer. Yeah, it's a buffed but, up thunderer.
0: And mm. um, but the other thing is,
2: mm.
0: it's if you send the riggers in turn one, mm. turn two, they're going to be dead.
2: Yeah. yeah, but um it's kind of, of a course. thing
0: just because you can do it doesn't necessarily mean you should.
2: Um, no, and if if you do it and they're dead that means your opponent's focused on them.
1: Yeah.
0: You
2: still yeah. have the thunderous, the unclad yeah. companies that you, you don't you're not like naked. You still have stuff, yeah. you still have shooting. Mm, and lots more threats. There you go. There you go. I right, agree.
0: Yeah. It's, it's similar to the the Mornar issue isn't it? So it's just because mm-hmm. you can charge a unit of triggers in turn one doesn't necessarily mean you should spend lots of points on doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and just because you can't mm-hmm. take first turn doesn't mean you have to take first turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Always go second. Yeah. Yeah. If you can, always do. I-, I went once first in the tournament. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was awesome. But uh, only <laughs>
0: one. <laughs> it was awesome for that turn. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah, because um, yeah. for funny say that actually. Because but- um, a couple, of, a couple of years ago, I was playing KO, and um, it was a game against the guy who ended up winning the tournament. And um, because because yes. like pretty much the entire event, I was taking second turn as you do, you know, Zilt and Clown Car booth. But this guy had his each summoning change host, the history, and I was like, do you know what? I'll give you first turn. And he just blocked me out. He zoned me out of the entire board. And I was
2: like, there you Fuck. go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. And, and, and even to this day, he gives me shit. to so saying like, oh, you should have taken first turn. I'm like,
2: as you ah! should. As you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so um, I feel that if you're coming up against a, um, against an army, which can do that heavy summoning in the first turn.
2: Yeah. Mm. You know, I don't know. I uh, think I think I'm
1: coming out of signal. Here we go. All right, right. right. I better head back
0: into my house. Yeah, I mean, uh, stuff like fresh of courts. If if you can take out their arch regents and their and their dragons,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yep. Turn one and remove, remove. Then, I mean, often it basically comes down to how your opponent deploys, really.
2: Exactly. And the battle plans as well,
0: doesn't it? But yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. But uh, the great thing about Zilfin, especially if you have Fleet Master, is you you can make that decision after deployment.
2: Yep. There you go. You you have options.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Versatility uh, options.
0: I don't know what Hayden said. I don't know if he'd <laughs> finished asking for <him laughs> talking. Or...
2: And then, uh, hello. The
0: hello. Uh, had you finished what you were saying, Hayden? Or
1: yeah, yeah. So I if if really? if finished what I was saying. I was just, um, I was just um, leaving the garage because my garage is really crappy Wi-Fi. So. Okay. <laughs> um. So,
0: the thing about going first—that <clears throat> I had—I um, made a on weekend, uh, only a one-day pen, so we will not talk about it too much. Uh, but the one game I lost, the game that I went first, <laughs> and in retrospect, I would not shouldn't yep. have done it. So, it's—it's yep. yeah. it's, um, it's basically, yeah.
2: it's, um, it is a big track Okay, so K-O- cannot withstand.
0: Game three was that the Skaven game?
2: No, it was uh the first Flashy Records game uh against uh, okay. Curtis. Uh he played uh it's funny because there were five flashy record players. Uh one was undeclared, you know, he didn't have any gristor or whatever. Mm. One was Griswold, which was Curtis, and three were Blisterkin. And I think that Blisterkin yeah. is gonna be the new shit for Flesh Eater Courts. I'm telling oh, you, oh hell it, yeah, it's, it's so coming. good. It's coming. Um, so, Curtis, I mean, just played... with all the
1: movement shenanigans that they've got, oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to be really big.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've been saying this movement is the way you win games in AOS, and Blisterkin has most likely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Curtis had, I think it was two uh, kings on dragons, on, on guys. Um, he had a region, he had a crib gas, he had a gold patrol uh two squads 10 and one big unit for the goals uh um, and the battle plan was uh three places of power which is awesome for chaos with all those mighty heroes we have uh um, oh, yeah so it was it was and all those wizards the, too and all those wizards too as well so that's that was a nice one so i let him go first uh he he moved the dragon on the left objective far away from everything else, uh, and I I'm, I'm, I'm was going to you know, allow him to have that objective for now. I was considering on, on two objectives, the middle one and the right one. Uh, he took the, the, the center one with his uh, other dragon, and the region was just a bit too far away, so he couldn't claim it. And uh, his big goal unit uh, also went on. He summoned his units, uh, and he summoned quite defensively. I expected him to summon behind my lines to try to lock me up. But he summoned 10 goals uh, behind a rock on the right-hand side, close to the objective, and two squad flares and uh, a vargold on the left side to back up, to back up his uh, other dragon. So his summon was, to me, kind of wasted because he wasn't blocking me, it wasn't, wasn't annoying me. It was something I had to kill later on. And since he only had crypt flares to summon... Uh, I like playing things against my Zilfin list, so I didn't like being yeah. at all seeing flyers. Uh, fly. Um, So my turn one, again, I dropped everything, and uh, he rolled pretty hot for his saves. The cast is a 5-up save. I think it's something, Shroud or something, or, or Dark something, I don't remember the name, but it was a 5-up save for his, uh, for his big dragon. Uh, I killed yeah. his arc region with Skyhooks. He was down to a wound, So, there's no training with some arch with some arc regions, so I killed him that way. Nice. uh, I put the engine riggers, the pistols, the ironclad, and I think the volley gun on the dragon killed it, Uh, killed the dragon. And the thunderers plus frigate with my lucky four wound damage shot for my frigate uh, killed, I believe, was close to 22, 23 goals. I used a CP to um uh, uh rerolling once they hit for my thunderers. And then he didn't remove goals from the front, so my chemist was in range, killed about four goals, and the rest just fled uh because of the earbuster to my opponent's dismay. Um so I basically killed everything except one dragon in his summon, and I could I took control turn two. Of, uh, of both objectives, never, never surrendered them. And I just moved slowly. And he couldn't move his dragon, right? Because otherwise he would have lose control of the objective and he would have failed to score any points. So he had to leave the dragon there. So I just caught up with him. It was two rounds of shooting. And I think the best thing when he had a chance, when, I couldn't, uh, when he, he rolled for double turn because I rolled before, uh, he charged with his flares against my wardens, thunderers and riggers, and, um, and it also it clipped my ironclad as well. I rolled for Skymine, did six mortal wounds to the flares, plus one for the Thunderers, so seven mortal wounds, and it was down to five. And the, the ironclad, actually because I retreated the Thunderers, and the ironclad actually did exactly five wounds to the flares in close combat. So I killed the flares in melee with an ironclad. That was the nice. moment of the weekend. So, uh, yeah. So it was, again, it was over, I think, by turn four uh, because I had to move away and I, have to, I had to reach his dragon, finally kill it, and, uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, it was uh, another, I think it was a 15-1 that game. I'm not sure, but he did, I think he succeeded in one of his agendas, if I remember correctly. So it was another uh, major win for me. Cool. Uh,
0: so I, I didn't catch that at the beginning. Did you get the double turn from turn round one into round two,
2: did you say? or No, I had uh, two to three, and he, he had it three to four. Okay. So the double turn, I, I thought I would kill the dragon with a double turn because I was far away. I took the turn, but I failed to yeah. kill it. I killed it turn four uh, yeah. with much of his army that was left standing. So, the only thing that I didn't mention was that uh, the only thing that my navigator did uh, in the whole tournament was to lose three wounds to some Mm goals that ambushed him and before they were shot down by uh, Mm iconauts. And he couldn't kill, of course, a single goal because, you know, Mm -hmm. why would a navigator kill something, right? So, um, that was it. So, he captured an objective for the whole game and Mm -hmm. uh, that was his role for the six game event. Awesome.
0: Okay it's um, Interesting, uh, you said about the uh, the taking the ghouls off and not taking them off from the front, so that the earbuster, so you can still shoot the chemist. Because I had the exact opposite thing happen to me <laughs> <laughs> at the same weekend, and I don't think my opponent even realized exactly what they were doing. I was like, "Oh, that's so annoying." Um,
2: yeah. Because small, you know, uh, yeah. inch range weapon. Yeah. You're nine away yeah so it's you know when i see i see my player moving from the back i was like thank you thank you so, yeah, so much for the right model yeah
0: and because the ear buster is so powerful just where they take their wounds from can have such
2: a massive difference And exactly exactly yeah. and you realize that much like pretty much every opponent that played you realize after oh man i should have removed those models well yeah but yeah. Eh, about people just aren't ready Sorry. for it no exactly yeah. same as Fleetmaster same as yeah. Fleetmaster don't see it coming even though our lists are public they don't yeah. see them because they see KOs oh, well I'm not going to bother with them because they're not yeah. going to do well or something because they suck the, if the internet says that they suck so they must <laughs> yeah clearly
1: yeah
0: okay uh, you guys got any questions about the game
1: no, he yeah. did really well.
0: I mean, I mean so the, the general story of all the games seems to be let them go first and do nothing, and then go forward yeah. and shoot them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Because, uh, exactly. Pretty much.
0: Uh, yeah, I had it a the game, game, plan for the, game plan for the tournament, and it worked.
2: Yeah. That yeah. was the game plan. Yep.
0: Okay. Um, so, round four then. Round four. Yeah, four, massacre.
2: The Massacre, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, against a great player. Uh, so, yeah, sorry.
0: Sorry. Um, so, obviously, the, those first three games would have been day, day one.
2: Yeah, that was day one. Yeah,
0: so you, uh, at the end of that day, I guess you were feeling pretty happy being 3-0. I
2: was uh, surprised, but again, uh, consider the matchups, uh, You know, I was you know, not that surprised because oh, yeah. even Stormcast to a certain extent, I know I, 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 did a big mistake. It almost, you know, cost me, but other than that, there were, you know, the lists. you know, I had a pretty good feel about all those lists. Um, and get, I knew in advance who was my matchup for game four, uh, oh. it was from, from Quebec. So, uh, we, we knew each other. Um, and, uh, he's a great player. Uh, I, I had an event in April last year, a 40-player event. Uh, he came in second, and so I knew he was a good player. Uh, he played flashy records, uh, so I knew that it was going to be an easy matchup. It was—it wasn't going to be an easy matchup. Uh, turned out the opposite. That's because he pretty much knew everything about the army except for Fleetmaster, mm. and that single thing cost him the whole game. Turn one. So uh, it was focal points, so the five objectives. Um, and I, I kind of, you know, baited him on thing because I said, well, okay, so you can run with your dragon, you with your dragon, you <clears> got <throat> the cogs as well. His list was two dragons, uh, uh, two uh, kings on, on a geist, another uh, riderless uh, terror geist, Arc Regent, Gold Patrol, three times 10 goals. The, the gas and that's it and he had the uh, the, the cogs extra movement and he was not part of a grand court or whatever you call it like Gristle Gore or Blesser uh he played bland uh, and his delusion was to attack twice once per turn or something like that and uh, I, I dropped the ironclad first and I said okay so how far can you move with your dragon okay so that's your move plus you run and charge plus, plus the cogs okay so you have like a 34 inch strength range. Said, yes. yeah something like that so I, I measured really a way, okay, so I can't, because it's, an, it's a 15 inch deployment zone. So I can't hide, <clears throat> my iron. I might as well make that charge the longest for you. So I deployed on the edge of the battlefield as far away as I could. So he measured all his movement. Okay, so what's your range you your ironclad? Okay, so that's eight inch move plus D3 plus the 24 inch range with the torpedoes. So and he put his two dragons in front of his army. <laughs> so I was like oh, thank you so much so uh, and he says to me so I'm going to take turn one I guess oh no I'll take this one thank you very much deployed <laughs> the ironclad as forward possible as I could uh, dropped everything, dropped the thunderers uh, killed both his dragons killed the arch region and I almost killed his other dragon as well left it with two wounds and that's because my three wardens uh, who made their charge? My rigors failed their charge. The wardens, the, the guy with the pike, rolled three twos to hit the the yeah. dragon. So, uh, so it was down to I, I think I killed a few goals because when your terror guys ex, uh, kill, uh, get killed, they explode. So I think he yeah. went down to 24 goals, two on his dragons and his gas courtier, and that was his whole army when he took his first turn. So I killed a thousand points model, plus I killed off all his summon. Uh, <laughs> but that was that was a good turn one. That was a good example yeah. of Yeah, to take it, was the was first right. it was all yeah, right. It was, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it was okay. So and uh, he, he came on board, he fell his charge with his, his flanking <laughs> goals. We rolled for priority. I won priority, so we said, Well, that's it. that that, that was a good game. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> Yeah. We basically played <laughs> and it
0: was uh sixteen zero. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Did, there did was, you uh,
3: find
0: that that was a... your oh. did you find your flesh Hater courts opponents generally deployed thing uh their regents and their dragons near their terrain piece?
2: Uh the regent, yes. Uh I, both yeah. both times uh it was right near the the coven or throne or whatever it is and uh yeah. but the dragons no not so much i, I think is it only yeah. foot king that a king and region that can use the free cp summoning or is it for all, all fleshly course heroes i'm not sure <clears throat> it, it's just the
0: it's any arch region i think so i think the arch regions on terror guys can do it as well hmm. okay but-
1: no, I get what you're saying, I get what
0: you're saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. The type of piece that is, they don't necessarily or, I mean, it, that piece has got other things it needs to do, it doesn't have to sit yeah. <laughs> they don't necessarily want it babysitting yeah, a terrain right. piece, do they? Um,
2: but no, I, he, deployed, uh, he deployed his dragons uh, <clears throat> forward um, no, it wasn't part of their strategy I think, I, I know mm-hmm. there were three other flash players in the tournament uh, but most of them played blistered well, All of them played Ken, and I only had, like, two heroes, like a Regent and a uh, Vargulv. That's pretty much all they had. And they had, like, a big unit of 12 players or 9 players or something like that, which is actually I like very much, because once you kill a dragon or two dragons or the Regent, Mm -hmm. uh, you're left with nothing substantial Mm -hmm. in the army. So there's a lot of points invested in those heroes and their summon. Because even though they're four twenty points, uh, yeah, it's four twenty plus the unit it summons. So when you kill a dragon yeah. it's five sixty actually. Yeah. So you kill two, it's a it's a thousand points worth of models that you lose with two models. So it makes well, target priority so very easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And with Zilfin that was just an easy matchup.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Easy. Well,
0: <sighs> well I, I don't think there's really anything else to say about that game, is it? Yeah. I mean yeah. it was very sure.
2: <laughs> and you know, it, and you know, the my, my opponent, you know, told me I knew pretty much all your tricks except for Fleetmaster. Mm. You know, when yeah. you dropped that ironclad, I was like, Well, I, I'm in the clear. Sure, he, he might mm-hmm. kill a dragon with thunders, but I'm in the clear. But just the redeploy the ironclad, he didn't see that one coming and it costed him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So with with the way the tournament worked, you knew your your matchup the, the night before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, of course, all the lists were public, so that's quite interesting. Then for your fourth game, you can actually sort of really sort of delve in. And if you don't know much about your opponents, you can have a look and see what they do.
2: Yeah, we knew the opponent, yeah. we knew the battle plan, we knew everything. So it wasn't a surprise. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah. So he'd be kicking himself for not checking what Fleetmaster did then.
2: Well, he told me uh, <laughs> the morning because we we had uh, dinner together uh, Saturday night. I told me I'm gonna read up on yeah. Overlords quite a bit. Oh sure, sure, go ahead. Yeah. And uh, the morning after, he told me, well, I haven't had time to read that much. Only five minutes. Uh, so I, I, mm-hmm. I think you might have skipped like the whole comment trade thing, Fleetmaster.
0: Yeah.
2: But it was small. Yeah. Details, you know, details can yeah. really make something works for you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, um so it what your your fifth game then, that that was the scale one,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. That was okay. that was yeah. the toughest game. And to be quite honest, I should have lost this one. Uh mm-hmm. I won that game because my opponent forgot I had a ten man company in Myronclad. Still. <laughs> That's, you know, basically it. It was a hard-fought game that could have been over turn one for me in my favor, but because of his screaming bell, it wasn't. Um, His list was atypical for Skaven, I think, in some ways. Uh, He had Tank Wall with four flamers, so a shooty Tank Wall. Uh, He had a a Warlock Bombardier, the one from the uh, Karen Empire box. Yeah, he that hero.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, he had a screaming bell, greased on a scream bell. He had uh, three units of twenty clan rats as battle line. He had forty plague monks, uh, which is you know not that uncommon. And he had a big unit of nine Giselles. Uh So that was his army, which is you know it's it's okay, it's good. Um, yeah. And the player was also a KO player, so he knew about pretty much everything. Uh-huh. So there was no surprising him. Um, it was a good player as well. It was a very fun guy, uh, great player. Uh, they were all great players as well. You know, all my, my six games were awesome games, awesome players. Um, and the thing is, I, I deployed the Iron Cloud on the flank. It was um, total conquest. Like, for objectives, you score an extra point if you steal the objective from your enemy. Um, so, I dropped the Iron Cloud with everything on it on the left flank. Like, right? alone, uh, and he dropped his Plague Monks, he dropped his Graciela Screen bell, and I was like, cool, just, you know, I deployed it far enough away that he couldn't charge me. So I said, you know, run, bring it forward, I'm just gonna drop everything and I'm gonna kill your Plague Monks. And I'm gonna use my Thunderers to kill your gisels, right? So I'm gonna take out your two big units, turn one. Uh, tank hole doesn't scare me that much because its range is so limited. Uh, the clan rats don't scare me at all because they're clan rats. And, uh, you know, that was pretty much it. If I could just control those two units, it would be game over. Mm-hmm. But I let him take first turn. I didn't redeploy the sky vessel because it was right, right where I wanted it to be. Um, he casts a gymnase on the ironclad. Well, it is the ironclad. So minus one to hit. And he rings the bell and he gets a minus one to hit in the 26 inch bubble. Ooh. So now my plan goes okay. So now I can just drop shit in front of his Plague Monks. My ironclad is at minus two to hit. And all the dudes inside are at minus one to hit. So I have to mm-hmm. make a quick decision because he redeploys his Giselles via his gnaw from one side to the other. Kills my, my foot company that was on my objective on the other side of the board, uh, which I didn't care that much for anyway. And uh, but now the left flank, which I thought was pretty much well in hand, uh, is now I'm in deep shit Uh, because I wouldn't be able to kill all those plague monks. And even if 20 survived, 20 would overwhelm me if I didn't get priority. So and I don't want to be a situation where I need to have priority. I want to be in a situation where it's nice to have priority, but I don't want to count on that to bank on that in order to win the game so I, yeah. I did something I, I didn't do the whole tournament I ran away with the iron clap <laughs> I, I ran away <laughs> and I just if your plague monks are gonna follow me I'm gonna make sure that your plague monks will never fight the whole game like hmm. I can outrun you and you know he has to stay on the objectives or at least close to it so he can control them so it was until turn three that I dropped my models from the ironclad because I won priority from two to three and it was yeah. the center of the board. So now I had, I could attack all three objectives except the one where his plague monks were. And nice. there was a big pyramid that he, he couldn't climb. Like it would take the whole game just to climb and just to uh descend. So I, I basically blocked his plague monks away. Now, it was, after two turns, it was 6-1 to him, for him, objective-wise, because he took Ooh. all three. So I knew I had to do something quick. And by winning priority, I was able to seize one. Uh, and my Thunderers, turn one, did their job, killed their, their Giselles, and he made a huge mistake, turn one, because he had 20 clan Rats, he had nine Giselles, I dropped the Thunderers, I killed six Giselles with my Thunderers, I rolled badly, and he rolled pretty well for his saves. And the chemist was out of range, so he fired at the uh, clan rats instead, as did the frigate with his carbine. So I killed a few clan rats, stopped a few with Battle Shock in the uh, shooting base, and, and he had only one CP. And I'm, so I said, So you yeah, Battle Shock test for clan rats? Oh, I'm gonna use a CP to, to, to oh, sure, we use CP. And Battle mm-hmm. Shock test for your for Giselles. He was like, Oh man, I forgot. I only have one CP. So he lost his Giselles mm-hmm. on the, Battle shock, uh, he shouldn't have taken anyway at the first place. So, I it was a close game. I took control of the game in the third turn where my riggers were able to disembark, charge the clan rods. But because, and I, that's something I forgot, he used Wall's ability. So, even though he had no more CPs, his Warplock engineer could immune his clan rods from battle shock. So, I thought I had all three objectives, <clears throat> but because he had that ability. Uh, it allowed him to keep that objective for an extra turn. And yeah. it really came down to turn five. It was eight to eight. Uh, he took the priority and he moved his plague monks so he could conga line them and grab two objectives. And then and I, I, I had moved back the ironclad with the 10-man volley gun company inside because my agenda, one of my agendas was to, uh, keep battling it alive. So they were in the boat just to be alive, just to score a point. And I counted the models and he had 12 on the upper objective and 11 models on the lower objective. So we scored three points because he retook the upper one. It was 11 to 8. So in yeah. my turn, I had the two right objectives that were never challenged the whole game. And by disembarking, the company, 10 models, Zilfin the frigate, Zilfin moved the frigate, and then having them run an extra six plus D3 with the navigator, I was able to put all 10 Arconauts and boat ships on the objective where we had 11 models <coughs> on, and I had 12. So by winning back this objective, I scored four points, winning 12 to 11. By one model, bottom turn five. Nice. So it was, you know, <laughs> because of the stupid belt thing, it should have been close. But in that case, it was, and it was really close. We made, we, yeah. we made mistakes because it was a long game. We were tired. It was <laughs> the eighth game of the weekend. I was running on fumes. He was two. Uh, It was a great, yeah. it, it won best chaos. So awesome. And there uh so yeah so that was a great game uh we enjoyed it we both enjoyed it uh it was that's the way about you know that's the thing about the scoring system it was a great as close a game as you could imagine it was still a 16-0 because it was a major victory it couldn't get his agendas i did bind. It was a 16-0 winning by a point bottom turn five by, by one model so you know
3: yeah
0: yeah, it's a very close game, but yep, uh, I mean, the, the the key thing was really that you you stuck in there. And a lot of your opponents on the day before were conceding and stuff early yep. on. Yeah. Whereas you know, you fought at it, um, and yeah, pulled it back. And the
2: thing is, uh, uh, I always so say to my friends is, the game lasts five turns. Right. So it's okay if turn one, turn two, you you're still positioning yourself. You're still playing the long game yeah. because be some... if you can score points, and there are some scenarios where if you score points turn four, turn five, you score way more points. So play the game. It's okay to be down after a turn, after two, it's okay to be down. Just you know, it it's better to run away a little for another day and just and just try something, you know. I, at last year's ccbb i lost the game because i was too cocky i i tried yeah. to kill and it backfired and i lost the game because of that so i'm trying to you know not be too aggressive sometimes and i yeah, think that does. always gets me yeah it's uh, hard it's hard to do because um, ju- you want to do it
3: uh, well i really like what you did with the ironclad uh baiting people out and just running around uh, keeping them chasing yeah. you around the whole board uh,
2: yep. yeah that's, that's really good that's awesome I, I, it was improvisation 101 right just oh my plan is just wall work because of that stupid bell so might as well do something else <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it worked I haven't
2: experienced the new Skaven book yet but I probably will soon oh it's it's a tough nut to crack it's a tough nut to crack yeah They're, you know everything is good in the book you know they have an answer to everything. So even mm-hmm. though their weakness would be bravery, uh, I think it's the bravest army in the OS. Uh, you yeah. get so many things that yeah. autopass balance three or four ways. Oh yeah, um, exactly. Uh,
0: they can afford. They have answers to everything, and they can afford to put them in the list as well.
2: Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree.
0: Yep, but. Uh, did the, did the holes come into play much in that game?
2: Uh, only first turn. Uh, where he, he deployed, mm-hmm. actually, is Giselle's way out of range, both for me and him, uh, on one side. And uh, when I gave him first turn, he redeployed them on the other side to be in range of my mm-hmm. foot company that was actually blocking the other doll. Uh He killed uh, those models. So he, he, he forgot on his second turn, when he won priority, to deep strike Tank with the Gnawhole, he wanted to put him on my objective that was now clear. He forgot that, but it didn't matter because otherwise I would have probably killed Tank and claimed back the objective. That would be an extra mm-hmm. point for me. So in the end, it didn't matter, but yeah. uh, it could have mattered. Could have mattered. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. Hmm. Sounds like so, your closest uh,
0: game, though. Yeah. Very close. Nice. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, going into game six, how were you feeling up to that? Um,
2: uh, tired. Final uh, game? Yeah. Everything? Oh, yeah. I was tired. Uh, I had a few beers the night before, so... <laughs> 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 That's always the <a> story. <laughs> so I was... Uh, I, was uh, I, I don't know. I was running on fumes. I... I couldn't think straight, especially after that Skaven game where it was really challenging, mm. to, you know, yeah. drawing up new strategies as the game went along. So, um, I was ready to go home, uh, back to the kids, the family. <laughs> but, uh, I had one more and it was against LaNesh. Um, so, we were the only two players uh, with all wins uh, after five games. So, we had to play each other. Uh, it was actually uh Star Strike, but we played it wrong. We forgot the center objective, so we play with two objectives. Uh uh Yeah, it would have been a, probably a sixteen zero if we had played correctly, but still uh his list was I think was a better list than my friend's list. Um he had three ARPs, uh Enrapturous, Enchantress, whatever you want to call them. Uh he had yeah. uh sorry? Uh, he had a keeper of secrets. He had uh, an epitome. He had two packs of thirty demonettes. He had five L elstriders, uh, and he had a few endless spells, if I remember correctly. Um, again, uh, I let him start. It was we we both deployed on on flanks, um, hoping to cover as much ground as possible. Uh, he went first. He moved pretty much everything away. Uh, actually, shot. I forgot that the harps shoot. They shoot 30 mm. inches away, like that. So they he, he did quite a few wounds on the ironclad. To my surprise, uh, and that also generates uh, summoning points, which mm. come in handy. Second turn, um, and first turn, I also divide my force. I go with the thunderers on the 30 demonet units on my left flank. I go with uh, the rest, the ironclad on the right flank. I Oh, yeah, so I had a, a chariot, an exalted chariot, by the way. Um, so I killed that chariot. I killed the, uh, the keeper secrets with hooks, with uh, volley guns, whatever, pistols. Uh, and the riggers, I managed to kill quite a few demonets and I finished them off charging them, the long charge. The thunderers also take care of business. I use a CP to reroll once to hit against the demonets. I kill uh, close to 20 something demonets, and then the chemist does his job, uh, kills the rest. So he was down to nine models after turn one. And uh, he, he, won, he won priority and he was doubled because I killed so many heroes and he did so many wounds. Uh, he was able to spend 40 demonets back. And so we, we rolled for, my, for his objective uh, and it landed, like, on the other side of his board. No one, no one was even close. He rolled a double six, I uh. think, objective. And uh, so we had a choice, because there were no heroes near the objective. They were all behind a shed, like a building that could see me, but I couldn't see them. Um, so he summoned, and he said, well, I'm going to just drop all the demonets on that flank, and hope that the next one will land close to it. Uh, so, fine. So he overwhelmed me, and he, he made both of his charges. So 40 demonets against Arcanauts and Skywardens Wardens. It's yeah. not a matchup for us. So he, he killed a lot of uh, killed a lot of models. And then on my second turn, my objective came in on his side. So it was right in the middle of his demonets. And you know, I just I said, Well, if I just capture this one turn three, because turn two I was out of range, I could have still moved it. But I didn't want to use it, just to be sure. I wanted to kill his heroes, right? Because if I killed his heroes, it was game over. He couldn't summon, and his demonets couldn't, couldn't run all the way to the other objective. So I killed yeah. him.: Yeah Kill his heroes. That's what I did. And uh, after turn two, uh, roll for priority, I got it. I had pretty much nothing left but my ironclad and maybe like a company or something uh, that could challenge his demonets. So I, roll, I won priority. Grab the objective, and then we said, Well, you know, uh, I'm not gonna go for yours. You won't go for mine. Uh, it's gonna end up uh, a, a tie objective. I'm gonna I, I kill more points than you, so it's gonna be a minor victory. So we, we agreed on the minor victory, 11-5, because we both could make our agendas. So we can mm-hmm. go that out. And for him, you know, I, I could have I tried like really hard to zilfen move the Thunderers back and maybe overwhelm. His objective on turn five, but I didn't want to risk it because now he had the opportunity to, to do a, uh, a double turn. So if we would do a long charge, it would maybe slingshot his demonets and be able to grab my objective and lose that way. So by having a, a minor victory, uh, I was assured best overall and he was assured best second overall. So mm-hmm. we called it 11 5. So we, we both agreed that, you know, I'm not going to win this. You will. So let's, I'm going to. You know, cut my losses, and you know I'm going to take second place. So it was uh, yeah. a quick game uh, that was decided against by objectives. That's that kind of scenario can swing on mm-hmm. a dime uh, when the objective drops away from you or close to you, and that's a perfect example of it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So that was it. That was so, uh, the whole yes, sir.
0: And that game you mm-hmm. only played you so the the middle objective. Never came down? You forgot to...
2: Yeah, we, it we actually both... Forgot about it. I, I blend blame this on the beer. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. so, yeah, we just forgot about it. We, we We actually played... We played uh, Get From Heaven, actually. You coming
3: up?
2: Yeah.
3: Right, right. Get From Heaven.
2: So, but, you know, it was, uh, if I would have won early on turn two, it would have been game over. Because he only had his outstriders and three harps and his epitome. And, you know, yeah. I had way enough shooting to kill everything. But, you know, that's priority well, for you. You did enough.
3: You won the, th- you won the game. Yeah. You won the whole event. Oh, exactly.
2: And, you know, that's when I, when I said I was too aggressive, too cocky at last year's event, that was the moment I reminded myself, well, you know, you got this. You have this. You have it won. Don't lose it, idiot. So yeah. I just, I just aim not to lose it. Worked out fine.
0: And again, oh. uh, when you were shooting the demonettes, just, 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 I assume you must have took models from the back again so you could shoot yeah. the uh, chemist afterwards.
2: But you know why? Because his banner was up front. You don't yeah. want to lose the banner. Nah. Yeah. So when I saw the banner up front, well, there you go. I mm-hmm. knew I had yeah.
0: Well, that's a, that's a good thing to look out for, actually, when you when you disembark from the ship, is if you put the chemist in range or something with a banner. mm mm-hmm. yep.
2: Exactly. Something I'll
0: look out for in the future, actually. Yep. The hot tip.
2: <laughs> and the thing I okay. knew with my and frigate uh, you know, I, it, it's something I practiced over the, the past few weeks, uh, prepping for this event, was the way you drop. Because a lot of people asked me uh, on Messenger, uh, how did you use the Thunderers? You know, how, how did you deploy them and everything? And uh, I answered a few of them uh, privately. I'm going to do it publicly, I guess. Uh, usually I put the frigate down and I put the Thunderers uh, on the back edge. Of the frigate so they could be as far away as possible from the enemy and i would put the chemist up or bring the chemist forward mm-hmm. at the nine-inch line because in that way if i don't kill everything if there are survivors uh it's a longer charge for the thunderers if they want to make it in if the the enemy wants to charge thunderers and if you do so you have to charge the chemist and the frigate so that means minus one attack for a few models because of the chemist it means maybe striking last because of the frigate, and it mm-hmm. means an extra mortal wound maybe from the thunderers. And if you strike last, with the frigate, I can it. So a yeah. nice setup where you use rules combined together mm-hmm. to mitigate damage in any way you can. And that's what you have to do with with chaos um, when you when you prepare for to, to receive a charge. Actually, how can you mitigate damage? And I think that was, I, I think that I played pretty well. Came up once at the doubles event, but never in the in the full event. But uh, I really saw the potential. Where uh, a full, you know, the plague monks charged in, struck last. I retreated my thunderers to save them. They were minus one attack uh, because of the cannon. So, you know, it's some things I something I, I practice a bit in my uh, in my prep games. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good um, tip.
3: Hmm. Well, I mean, i I I might try The like the, the, the MSU that you're doing is really interesting. Um, the multiple small units. Yep. Um, I'll will might try that at the next event. Well, you should. <laughs> Love it. Yeah.
1: I mean, but the trade-off with that is that your drops are, you know, well, depending on whether or not you're all chucking everything in the ships, you know, it's going to be higher and yeah. drops, movement, mortal wound output, and magic ma- other things that we need in the in the meta to be competitive.
3: I agree. Well, my current drops are at yeah. like 6, so I don't think it can get worse than that.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: You're like, my yeah. Beast of Chaos list that I'm playing at the moment is
2: like 3 or 4 drops. Good, that's awesome. I did a, yeah, quick, math. So I'm like, did a quick math, and out of 42 lists, uh, I would outdrop all of them but 5. Yeah. So out of forty-two, I, I yeah. checked that I would outdrop them, all of them except five. So I would—I uh, was yeah. expecting to basically uh, having uh, the choice of first turn every single game. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and always, if I have one advice, one piece of advice for fellow admirals, mm-hmm. go second when you want, when when, when you can, go second. Yeah. Protect yeah. Protect your ship. It's always the
1: option to be able to be to, to yeah. choose.
2: You know, not many armies can withstand a two rounds of shooting for a KO army.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always used to do. I always used to bank on getting the double turn as well. But either then, you have to be able to position yourself so that if you don't get that double turn, yep. you you still have contingency. Exactly. Because otherwise, they're just going to push forward and smash in the face.
2: Yeah. exactly. Sucks. No, I hope for it. I don't prepare for it. Plan for it. Exactly so if I if, yeah. I if I get a double turn, fine, that's good. I don't expect it, so I always play yeah. like I'm not getting the next turn that's that's how I play I always play yeah, like yeah. It. it's a safe option, yeah, yeah, and with the range we have, you know we can still uh benefit from it even if we don't yeah. fully prepare for it,
1: yeah, exactly yeah. Mm. what do you reckon oh. Lee?
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, it's really interesting. Um doing some some similar things to what I've been trying out recently, some different things. Um yeah. It's interesting because I've basically been trying to find a list mm. for a while now that kind of makes use of the 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 endrings from Zilfin and fleetmaster on a second ship. Mm-hmm. So you or mm. some ways you can kind of split your forces. And it sounds like the way, that is what you were doing in many ways, having –
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, the little three-man units are wardens. They're, they're really useful.
2: They are. They are. Yeah. Great.
1: And now that they're cheaper, it just means that there's more reason mm-hmm. to take take them. Exactly. Because, like, um, cause as for me, I always just use them in that block of nine purely for the ranged output. Yeah. So you – you know, I'd have, you know, the three drill cannons buffed up by chemists mm-hmm. would just delete shit. Yep. And so, mm-hmm. same because they used to take three volley guns as well. And just, yes, I used to go around mm-hmm. sniping off bloodthirsters and mm-hmm. lords of change and shit like that. And it was great. But, you know, I'm yeah. I'm interested to see. Well, 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 because obviously it's worked out for you. I'm interested to see if other people take that up and that becomes a thing. Because even one drill cannon, if it manages to hit, is still a fucking
2: evil piece. Yep, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, even uh, the one, I, one is really good. good. Yeah. And, and I, I could see a big 9 unit of Wardens with, with the drills and oh, I could see that. It's disgusting. I it's just,
1: absolutely it's, disgusting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe. But, you know, um,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: It's good. Um, it was interesting because um, in the, to- the list I was running recently, I was running the little or three-man use with a grapnel, okay. um, because oh, yeah? I had only the one. Sh- I had only the one ship, so they were always oh, dropping yeah. nine inches away from the enemy or, or twelve inches away, wherever where I dropped them. And so it was just a, and because there's two of them, you're rolling two four plus, and potentially you'll, you can then just get one just to sneak onto an objective somewhere or something. Yeah. But yeah. because obviously you. You didn't really need the grapnels because if you're oh. having them in the ironclad that isn't dropping, then, yeah. then you can run them. You get the four inch disembark from and then yeah, you get make make use of their movement.
1: Yeah, it's almost like a um it, it's almost like a mobile gun bunker. It yeah. is. You know, because you've is. got all that firepower in that mm. single spot, which you aren't dropping. So, I think, there's, I think actually, now I think of it, it's actually quite mm. good because if you're dropping the frigate somewhere, but you've still got a big threat on the board. So, yeah, so then they have to prioritize, mm. right? So, I have to prepare myself for the frigate dropping down somewhere as well as this big fucking boat with all these dudes in it. Yes, exactly. so you know, because yeah, but because your way that the clown car used to work when you used to, used, to, used to grapnel off engine riggers, then they'd all just swarm to that area. And so and you've got all your eggs in one basket. But now you've split it into two. I think that's quite quite good. I think it's quite good. That was yeah. that was
2: the goal. That yeah. was the goal. And yeah. uh, Lee, just to get back to your three man warden unit, uh, with the yeah, grapnel, I, I can I can see that, but you know, it's still a four up on one die. Uh I don't like mm. to back on that. Yeah, it, it can be nice. It can work out. And if it works for you, fine. But I, again, you use, you lose a gun. You lose a volley gun. Yep. And you lose a, a drill, actually. Hmm. So yep. I, don't think, I don't like that. I, 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 like, I think the balloons, I think the ships, especially yeah. the list, they have more than enough movement or movement shenanigans or ways yep. to get objective. You don't need grapnels. If you play a different Skyport, then I can see the use. Uh, or if in a, our next book, you know, they, they change that up to be more reliable. Yeah, or yeah. I, I can see grapnels coming back. But for me, I, I played against a friend uh, in Montreal. Uh, uh, who is was a member of our boards, Marc Andre Fecteau. Uh, plays plays more and he uses grapnels on the, on the unit. Uh, again, it's you lose two saws, you lose two rivet guns. I don't know. It's, yeah. Six shots. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's it a tough price to pay. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well yeah, the thing. To I be, to be honest, I... Yeah, to be honest, there was not a mm. single instance where I said, Boy, do I need grapnels no. in my nine game <laughs> event. I, there was none. Yeah. None. Yeah. So I don't no, know. That's, had nothing that's what I was about to say
0: yeah. was um when I got the grapnels off and I did something with them. I mean, they did do things that were good, but it was yeah. always ever it was only ever a bonus. Like yeah. it never won me a game, yeah. because like you said, you can't rely on them because it's a four plus. Yeah. Exactly. So it was o- it was only ever like a oh, if I get on that objective, then I win by more points, or yeah. Yeah, it never won the game.
2: And, and then will- there were some
0: games where they did nothing.
2: And Lee, I'm sure you'll have a game where. It will win you the game, but you also have games where yeah. failing it will lose your game. Yeah. So it's you know it's it's dicey, and I don't like things to be dicey. Yeah. That but that's that's just me.
0: Yeah. But the difference is is whether you have uh, two ships or not, because what makes mm-hmm. them really work for you is having that second ship, so they're not, so they have that movement uh, as opposed to if you put them in the in the frigate, then they can't move after disembarking. And yep. It's a big difference.
2: I, I don't see the use of balloon boys on, on a ship that drops. You yeah. sacrifice just too much movement. Mm. I, I don't see it yeah. to be honest. Yeah.
3: I, I definitely prefer thunders on a ship.
2: You yeah. don't need a charge. You, yeah. just, you just shoot. Exactly. Yeah. With a nice range as well. Mm. 18 inches is, you know, a pretty good range.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you can get stuff h- hidden behind the screens yeah. and further back.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still that's like Thunderous
3: shot. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't have to use that at all in this. I used it, it once.
2: I used it once uh, at the doubles event, and in one of the game. Yeah, uh, because uh, uh, it was what is the scenario? I think it was focal points, if I remember correctly, and uh, and we he had my our opponents had like the center one, and we had, to st- we had to score eight points on turn five to win the game.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, rigors were in, uh, my partner played Fire Slayers. Uh, he had a, a Berserker unit uh, came in and, well, we, we lacked models. And I charged with, uh, it was a seven inch charge, if I remember correctly, with the Thunderers. And my opponent who didn't know KO was said, well, why'd you do that? Oh, you're about yeah. to my friend. <laughs> So I retreated <laughs> them and then they were all within the range, claimed the objective, and that won us the game. Nice. Want, yeah, it was. it was pretty cool. You said the Thunderous Slingshot, and to be yeah. quite frank, I'll label it the Crown Maneuver if you don't mind. <laughs> I thought the Crown Maneuver was the, the 14
3: Thunderous. I don't know, whatever.
2: <laughs> Whichever you in <prefer>. uh, <laughs> the boat. All right, is <laughs> in the boat. Works yeah. for me. Okay. So, so great event! If you if you're ever in in Canada in August, you have to you know come to CCBB. Awesome I will event. come
3: and I will I will play you in a game and we will we'll work this out. And I will
1: <laughs>
2: gladly take just conspire the together game. to
1: see who's the baby. of a, yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I'll gladly take the game for sure. there will be an honor. Come. Yeah. We'll grab gotcha. A minor sure.
0: victory on uh, kill points. <laughs> sure.
2: <laughs> I mean, I I think I
3: still believe in my my forty man unit, my mm-hmm. forty man Death Star, but yeah. yeah, clearly, it it works with MSU as well. So mm.
0: yeah, it, it's nice to have options. You're both doing the same thing, yeah, by splitting your forces and having this one thing that drops down and they have to deal with, or they have to sort of like mm. this shock thing of the funders coming down and then. This other your other big part of your army elsewhere, as opposed to just dropping down your whole army in one place.
2: Mm-hmm. That's for yeah.
0: both, just in different ways.
2: I agree, yeah, and don't get me wrong, the big block of sky hooks is awesome as well. You know, it can really delete shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It just my it's not my way of playing. I like to be more mobile. You yeah, know, I don't like yeah, a big. Yeah. So that's yeah, I'm the same.
1: So it's definitely very static yeah that
2: blob yes yeah so it's really up to you know what's your play style and it, again, it's nice to have two examples of lists different lists mm-hmm. uh, that did well, and you know it, it might give some player hope you know uh, that you know you yeah. can there are options in the list you can go you can win with different lists, which is always yeah. uh, a nice option to have yeah although it always takes often. Always there's no option. Always no. there's only zilphin. Always that, that's not even an issue. You know, <laughs> that's not even close. Dan
1: is gonna get so triggered.
2: I, I will <laughs> put it out there right now. Barrack Mornar is a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap <laughs> skyport. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna delete shit. Yeah, sure, you're gonna delete shit. But you mm. know, once you lose your general, which is a tough five wound model, uh I don't, <laughs> you know you are done. Just zilfin yeah. all the way. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I think m- a lot of Mona uses um, uh, the, the, the guy with the beard and the hat. Uh, Brock. Who's, 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 Brock. Brock. Brock.
2: Brock Gunnson. Yeah, a lot yeah. of
3: yeah. Mona uses Brock Gunnson.
2: Yeah, to run, shoot, and charge. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But again, that's an expensive mm-hmm. character that's not very durable. I played yeah. him a bit. He's cool. You know, how can you not like a guy with... Guns in his mustache, right? Oh but, yeah,
1: yeah, mustache <laughs> guns.
2: There you go. But I don't know. Uh, it's it's not my playstyle. I don't like the. It's gonna sound weird because I, I pretty much did that to most of my opponents. But I like to you know shoot everything off. I like to move. I like to you know do stuff. I like to, to maneuver. I like to be able to change change tactics mid game. I like to do that. I like to have the 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 the, the, the chance to do that, and I think that. Only Zilfin allows you to do that properly. That's what I think. Yeah. And so much
3: as Fly in the meta still, yep. th- that Vigil wants to hit in the wound will pretty much always come up.
2: Yep. Although it only came up twice in my mm. 6 game event, which is kind of mm. weird, but still. Only against Flesh Eater courts both times. I guess Slanish okay. and Skaven, yeah. And Stormcast. Mm
0: and yeah. my weekend actually I, I barely got it barely got any reroll ones yeah um,
2: but so I, you, I, I usually use the CPs uh, for the Thunderers or the Riggers mm. to re-roll ones to hit in close combat or shooting depending so oh, I, yeah the, the Thunderers pretty much always re-roll their ones to hit
0: yeah yeah there's yeah. new command points that are uh, pretty handy
3: there I haven't actually played an event with GHB 19. So, yeah. The, oh, the, really? the command points are that good? Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, the, well, that good. You mean, yeah. uh, if uh, you, you like to roll
0: once?
2: <laughs> the new command points, it's <laughs> rolling once they hit close combat, uh, shooting, yeah. or rolling saves of one combat. Um, so, yeah, it can be pretty good on a big block of have- Thunderous.
0: Did you ever use um, use it on the riggers to reroll ones in the combat phase for them or does that um, always on the thunderers?
2: I might have used it once. I'm not sure. Uh, because I think I use I used the chemist on the riggers twice in the tournament. So when they were up to mm. like it was nineteen attacks, I think. Uh, I didn't feel the need to roll ones. Um mm. Uh, because, you know, again, riggers didn't get that often into combat. Uh, usually I would just shoot things off the board. I would really focus fire on one part of his army, uh, bring it down, and then move on to the other. So uh, mm. they rarely get into combat. I'll, I might have used it once, though. Uh, I think it was game one against the Evocators when he almost killed my, uh, my Ironclad. I, I chemist yeah. buffed uh, ke- I chemist buffed the uh, the engine riggers and I think I use my CP on them as well, but I, I, I yeah, yeah I think I used it, so maybe once.
0: Yeah.
2: Just to yeah, the, the thing
0: with the riggers is they they will often just kill stuff anyway.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You send them in, so it would be overkill. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I and a waste of command point. Exactly. So, Okay. Um and so the, the hidden objectives, which ones did you take? Ooh,
2: you uh, game, yeah I, I think game one, I if I remember correctly, I took at the end of the game controlling more objectives mm. than my opponent.
1: Yeah.
2: And was to have a hero with an artifact stay alive which was my chemist. Mm-hmm. So did both. Yeah. Um, second game against uh, Slanesh was, I think was killed two thirds of his army, mm-hmm. which I did. Uh, and what was the second one? I think, uh, I don't remember. Third game was having a unit of five models or three models or, or or less, two or more models in my opponent's deployment zone, which I did, and mm-hmm. I think it was having uh my whole army, uh, a third of my army survive. I think that was it. Game mm-hmm. four was controlling two more objectives, my opponent, which I did by starting first, and it was having a unit in each table quarter at the end of a turn, mm-hmm. uh, but not my opponent. Mm-hmm. Game five was, um. Killing all his battle lines, but having one of mine survive. Mm-hmm. And the second one, was the second one? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the second one.
3: Right. And
2: game six was leaving the table with a, a character. Uh, like in the battle Battlestock phase, if the hero is within one inch of the edge of the table and in, the, in my enemy deployment zone, I can remove it from the battle. Mm-hmm. And the next one was... I think it was killing a unit with battle shock, but I failed by a few demonets. I think that, or was it the second? Oh, I don't remember. I think it was the second game, but I, I, I misremember one. So I, I failed both in that game anyway.
0: Yeah.
2: So that was it. Uh, if there was a, a seventh game, uh, I would probably run out okay. of doable agendas mm-hmm. because I would have been down to yeah. killing a, a unit with uh, with magic. Um, <laughs> Uh, having uh, losing a hero in combat with another hero,
1: mm.
2: so stuff like that. You
0: never, uh, you never used the one to uh, kill uh, your enemy's uh highest point hero. Did you never use that? Oh, one? that
2: was, yeah, I did. Uh, it might have yeah. been in uh, game three, mm. I think it was game three. I did use it once, yeah, but I, I, I don't remember process. all, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought I used it early on, yeah. or it might be game. Oh, what was it? I think it was Game Three against Fleshy Records. Yeah, killing his dragon. I think it was this one.
0: Yeah, because you know you're going to want to try and kill his dragon
2: anyway. Yeah, exactly. It was either against Slanesh, first game Slanesh, or first game Fleshy Records. I used it. You wouldn't want a seven-game
3: event anyway. That would that would
2: (laughs) four games in one day. Uh, it was well, it, it was nine. Outrageous. It was a mm. niner. Three days, nine games with the doubles. Uh, you know, I, I told myself I I'm taking a month off. You know, I'm not playing for a month. <laughs> I, at least yeah. A month. Oh yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm done for a while. I've had two prep tournaments uh, the weeks before that. So I, I yeah. played like 15 games, competitive games over the past few weeks. So I'm I'm done for a month. Uh, and that's yeah, what my girlfriend said uh, to me uh, as well. So, <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> I have no choice. <laughs> I'm done.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. uh, do Uh, if you guys have any
0: uh, ever questions for Adeptus?
1: um, not at the stage. No. Um, it's been. It's been very enlightening. Um, do you reckon you're going to take the exact same list to your next event when, whenever that is after your month break?
2: Uh, I might try to go to the boys, which is in New York uh, in uh, November. I'm not sure on that. So if I do go there, yes, I'm going to take the exact same list. Okay, awesome. Exactly.
1: I hope it goes well for you. Well, I,
2: yeah. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll try if I can make it there first, but uh, yeah. hopefully, you yeah. know, there's a one day event in uh, Montreal. Uh I think it's in a few weeks, uh sixth or seventh of uh, September. Uh I might go with my Stormcast this time, just uh have a break. Uh yep, you know, but uh, if I if I do go to the boys, I'm gonna bring my uh my chaos for sure. The exact same list. Awesome. Yep. Well uh I
0: think we pretty much covered everything. Um yeah. have you you have got anything else to add, about this? So,
2: oh well. Uh, first of all, thanks for the invite, guys. Uh, it's been great. It's been awesome. Uh, it like, uh, pleasure. been oh, yeah, I like I like talking KOs. I uh, like thinking, uh, talking talking And yeah. hopefully, if uh, for whatever reasons you're listening and uh, you're in Canada or <laughs> USA or whatever, and you want to come to a nice uh, two day event in April, fourth uh, and fifth of April, uh, it's called. Uh, uh Dei Grand Clash, which is, a, which is our club's name. Uh, it's a 2D event. Yep. We had 40 players last mm-hmm. year signed up. So if you're interested, just uh, shoot me a message. Uh, Adiptus Diceus on Facebook and we'll talk about it. i will be great to have you uh, on board. Oh, yeah. Yep. So if you want to come to Australia, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a quick drive, I, I reckon. So uh, just come yeah. over and <laughs> just roll some dice. Actually, uh- if-
3: I've I've got a kind of a question. Uh, sure. If you're in, if you're in Canada,
2: have you ever been to mini wargaming? Uh no, I haven't. Uh it's another province. It's uh I would say a six or seven hour drive. Uh I, I've yeah, watched okay. a show, but I haven't been. uh, uh I kind of uh, want to do it, but you know, with family and stuff, it's harder and harder. But uh, one day, maybe. Yeah, if it's but that then, much drive. Often, but... Yeah, it's not that big of a drive. <laughs> <laughs> ah. And maybe, maybe I'll go to CanCon. Maybe. Thank you. Oh, co- what? you you want to go to Cancun? Well, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm planning on going to the uh, ETC next year because I'm, I'm kind of the de facto what? captain of Team Canada. so uh, oh, nice. I'm building a team work, to man. go to Luxembourg uh, next year, next summer. So, that's our yeah. plan for goal. It's, uh, it's going to be family vacation as well. So, I uh, might as well uh, play some games, roll some dice.
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, did he... I mean, if you come down, I'll, I'll see you there. Sure, yeah, that'll be uh, great. Top
1: Sorry. table is
3: going to be KO vs. KO. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be, <laughs> yeah. be sweet. Yeah,
1: there's a few more Kiwis going over this year. <laughs> I won't do one of them. I've got oh, too much cool. to do with work. Uh, oh,
3: yeah. I won't do that's a shame. Okay.
1: Yeah, But there's a bunch of Kiwis going over. There's also a bunch of Kiwis going to Sydney GT.
3: Um, okay. So watch out for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, They're coming there.
2: to get you. Cool, yeah, well, big,
1: big, big be- of
2: best, back. Of luck. best of luck to uh, all of those uh, attending. Especially you, <laughs> uh, Fran. Best of luck. Do ah, us proud. Yeah.
1: My child is attacking yeah. me. Ah.
3: Think
2: of using <laughs> yeah. the um, the the gun, the, the gunstock escort wing. Oh, really? I- I'm actually slowly building it myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I never
3: had any gun haulers before, but now <laughs> two plus two cannons that hit on two plus.
2: yeah Four mm-hmm.
3: cannons that hit on two plus.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and
0: I mean yeah. that that might tr- fit into your wheelhouse adapters because you can always sort of use use them as sort of MSU units.
2: Yeah.
0: In a similar way.
2: And um, you know that's that's before they'll become battle line, our next book, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> see more of
0: um, do you have um, a, a website or a Facebook event or something for that uh, tournament uh,
2: it's not up yet but we, we do have a Facebook uh, yeah. page for our group uh, it's going to yeah. be posted on there but uh, if you're in Canada if you're yeah. uh, in the United States it's a groupe de jeu les tirs de which is our, our group uh, just you know, take a peek it's going to be up in a few months yeah. uh, it, it's sold out because we only had room for forty players last year, it sold out in about two weeks. So, um, you know, we're expanding this year. We're hoping for for sixty players, yeah. uh, which would be Canada's largest event. Uh, so, yep. knock on wood. We'll see how it works out.
0: Yeah. If you want to give me awesome. a link to the group, sure. and I'll put it in the show description. So then, if anyone can, yeah, if anyone wants to find it, they can click through there.
2: Well, that would be awesome. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it.
0: Um hopefully, yeah, it'd be good if you could yeah, if you get it up to sixty man tournament, it'd be I amazing mean, it's brilliant.
2: Yeah, it would be great. Yeah.
0: And uh well, I think I think we covered everything. So if, thank you very much for coming on.
2: Um Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you uh if you want to you have a comment, made the show? come on again in the future, let us know. Sure. Um, well
2: I'll be nice more than happy to join and discuss yeah. uh AOS and KOs with you guys.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh yeah.
0: Thank you, Alex and Hayden, for coming on as as always, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: and for your son as well. Doing this,
1: <laughs> very good.
0: <laughs> All, right, well. go. All, right. All right, and thank you to everyone that's watching. If if there is anyone watching, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> <Prime> <laughs> hey,
0: that's- I think there are. Well, it says there's four people watching, but that could be us.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, it <laughs> might be us. Uh... Yeah.
1: <laughs> you never know. All right. Well, we'll find out in the future, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So,
0: I guess we're, we'll call it a day. But thank yeah, you all very much.
1: I've got to go wrangle up a, t- a bloody two year old. <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: As is I'm going to go have breakfast.
2: Hey. <laughs> and I'm going to have dinner. Good. So. <laughs> yeah. Good. Time zones. All right. Time zones. We're, we're just hey. lagging. We're still Saturday.